1: Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio, the George Washington
0: Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now,
4: Key is Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. C. Senior. Dimly lit room deeper than the. Uh, bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound and today here in the bowels we're under the tutelage of our general manager Olaf Schultz who wants to spend their time in the bowels of anything anyway who's our general manager Olaf Schultz that's a weird voice you got going there uh, who is he's a- the head guy in Germany you know okay hmm? and uh, why is he our general manager why well, he's fine
3: Exactly. It's Oktoberfest, everybody. Rescheduled this year because of uh, the rain. Anyway, <laughs> he's the head guy in Germany, don't you know? And they Nazi just Germany. okayed those. Uh, now regular Germany. Uh, and he just okayed all those uh, leopard tanks to go to Ukraine eventually. Like a lot of them. Yeah, but it's not like Amazon Prime. It's probably going to be three months until those are in place and... Perhaps as long or longer until the American tanks, well, the Abrams A1 tanks, or, yeah, or M1, A1, M1.
4: It's becoming clearer to me that 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 the whole uh, us giving Abrams tanks was part of a negotiation with domestic politics or something, because uh, the Abrams tanks are likely not to get there for a year and a half. Well, oh, is that right? Yes. Well, that's Oy. the report they had on ABC last night. A year and a half? Well, then what are we even talking about? As they couched it around the story of Russia about to launch a major offensive that could determine the fate of the war and blah, blah. And then you mentioned that the Abrams tanks will get there in a year and a half. What are they going to do? Uh, roll around the ground and, uh, you know, pat down the areas from the battle a year earlier? So I'm thinking it's about the negotiations so that they could release the Leopard tanks, which can get there, maybe in time for the big spring battle. Yeah. We're going yeah, to talk well, to Mike, Mike yes, Lyons. Yes, clearly, yeah, the Germans had said, look,
3: we're kind of close to Russia, and uh, we don't want them to get, like, super mad at us, so if you guys could announce super great tanks in first, well, that would really help us. And so we finally did, all right, you can have the Abrams, and uh, old Olaf said, all right, then you can have the Leopard.
4: Yeah, which then the Leopard tanks are actually in the, in on that continent, and then they can get them over there and... All that sort of stuff. So uh, we'll talk to Mike Lyons about that later. I kind of look forward to that conversation. This is, is, this is a news story I think is rightly getting a tremendous amount of attention. I tweeted out a video last night, a great YouTube video I came across about the Abrams tank and what it's capable of and everything like that. Freaking unbelievable. Piece of a machinery. Weighs 60 tons, goes 45 miles an hour, shoots a giant shell two miles. Um, uh, and has been around since the early 80s and was designed to kill Russians. I mean, that was the main reason it was built in the first place. I heard this argument being made the other day. We're having these debates over whether or not to use some of our military equipment that was built to kill Russians in the first place. Almost all this stuff we're talking about was designed and paid for to kill Russians in the first place. Now we have the opportunity, and the military, obviously. Now we have the opportunity to, to destroy the Russian military with somebody else's people doing it. That's, this is what we bought this stuff for in the first place. Well, yeah, but that assumes
3: a willingness to do it just because we can. Whether we should is the key question, which you're glossing over is a warmonger. Are you a neocon? I uh, don't know what the definition of that is, but... Uh, I think you're one. Um, makes it even handier to accuse somebody of something if they
4: don't know what it is.
3: <laughs> it makes them harder to refute it. Certainly. Right! Yeah. You're a neocon.
4: Uh, so I look forward warmonger. To t- I look forward to talking about that later. That's uh, that's uh, that's an exciting movement, and and it certainly has to have some psychological effect, I would think, on Putin. The fact that if he if his plan is to drag this out for years and the West to lose its will, the fact that Abrams tanks are coming on down the line can't be you know jolly news for him. Yeah, change the equation completely in the long term. I'm curious about the
3: short term though, as the uh, spring moves in, and allegedly that's going to be the season for big time fighting. Uh, what transpired? Because uh, what transpires, because allegedly all of this is a prelude to finally sitting down at the negotiating table and hashing out who gets what. And if the Russians can grab, you know, significant chunks of land and then say, come on now, let's talk. It's time for peace. Enough have died.
4: You know, that's going to be bad from the Ukrainian point of view. But I just came across this story about um, the way kids perceive time versus the way adults perceive time. And then what we might be able to do as adults to recapture the perception of time that kids have, which I think most of us would like to have. Wow. Wow. Um, interesting. And I and I was, yeah, exactly. And I was thinking about that as I was reading it. How much more interesting that is than like two-thirds of the freaking news that I have no GD interest in whatsoever. Is there a human being in America? that? So yesterday, the Mike Pence story broke while we were on the air. And so he said, oh, wow. They're, they found classified documents at Mike Pence's house, too. Oh, man, that's something. Must Everybody must have them. Ha, ha, ha. Was there anybody that needed more than that from that story? Anybody in America that needed more than that from that story? I didn't. CNN, I turned on one of my favorite CNN shows. They did 30 minutes on Mike Pence's classified documents before Great, they moved on Scott. to another story. I just, I don't believe that any of y'all are actually that interested in that. Am I wrong? I don't know. I could be wrong. Part of what we do for a living is guessing what you're interested in. But I just, I just can't imagine that anybody needs more information on that. Huh, I'll be darned is pretty much the end of it. Wonder how I that's wonder what figure. sort of documents. I wonder how they got
3: there. Yeah, exactly.
4: Hmm. And if you find out, let me know. But, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. See, that's that, that. This
3: is the greater danger. I think this is not the symptom. This is the disease. Washington and the Washington media's obsession with Washington is so complete. They project it outward to the fruited plain to, to normal folks like ourselves and, and slowly but surely it kind of seeps into our consciousness. And that, I think, feeds the centralization of power in D.C. People start to think unconsciously, particularly, you know, the, the unwashed masses who are busy living their lives and don't spend a lot of time contemplating political theory. Uh, it, it seeps into your consciousness the idea that power ought to be concentrated in D.C. And I think that's of enormous importance and enormous danger. But no, nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody, Nobody even recognizes it's happening, I don't think. When was the last time you heard a national broadcast about what was happening in your state capital? Even though your state capital has a hell of a lot to do with the laws where you live and the way that you live. You might have seen something on your local news because uh, they still do an okay job, your regional news stations. But nobody's covering your
4: city council.
3: Hardly anybody even glances at your county board. And
4: the state, eh, some. I heard one of the most interesting things about the whole gun debate yesterday that I I don't think I'd ever heard before. Of all the conversations I've taken in about that, that on the heels of the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, saying the Second Amendment is a suicide pact. Not yes. exactly sure what he meant by that. But, uh, because of all the dang shootings we've had, which do suck. There's no doubt about that. That one up in Washington, Uh, we mentioned that yesterday, but there weren't many details at the time. The guy showing up at the convenience store and killing some people? Yeah. What the hell? He goes to the convenience store, kills some people, walks out, kills a guy gassing up. Tried to get into a different convenience store to kill people there, but it was locked. Just wanted to go on a killing spree. Right. What what in the hell? Uh, You
3: can't prove anything by this, but Washington... And uh, California are two of the most gun law-y bluest states in the country. And that's not, again, that's not proof of anything, but it is interesting that you have somebody who is a psychopath, clearly, wants to kill people, spent his whole life not killing people, but now decided, yeah, what the hell, I might as well. Guns is not the issue there. Now, maybe you're a person of good conscience and intellect, and you're saying, yeah, but if that psycho couldn't get a gun, that'd be a hell of a lot better uh, scenario. Well, you know what? I'm willing to have that discussion. We've had it over and over again, but all right, round 277 coming up. Uh, But you've got to admit to me, in turn, we have a problem with people with broken spirits or a disconnect from humanity or from God or however you want to phrase it. Just, Just concede
4: that to me. And then I will discuss anything you want. It happening in states with strict gun laws does not prove anything. But you got to admit, if it was if 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 these had happened in states with loose gun laws, that would be part of the news story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Of course. Yeah. We we should start the show officially. Many more things to talk about. Oh, my God. Two full hours on Mike Pence's classified documents, even though we have no information. We're just going to continue to talk about that. Ain't nobody got time for that.
3: How will this affect the Trump case? And how will that affect the Biden case? And how will both of those cases in turn affect the Pence case? And after that effect is felt, how will that affect the Trump
4: case? (laughs) Ah, boy. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Wednesday, January 25th, the year 2023. No donuts for me in 23. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Oh, that reminds me. In mailbag, a couple of
3: people weighed in on the whole uh, loss of taste thing and how they've dealt with it or not dealt okay. with it.
4: It's 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 fairly Good common. God, I just saw a picture of Mike Pence's home. Holy crap! Well, he's a public servant. Wow! And the land around it. Jeez, is that like a a manor? It's like that's Great Britain. That's got to be a picture from Great Britain. That's where Prince William lives. A manor. <laughs>
3: Uh, let's begin officially now, according to FCC rules and regs. At Mark. The members of the Science and Security Board move the hands of the doomsday clock forward, largely, nah. though not exclusively, because of the mounting dangers in the war in Ukraine. We move the clock forward the closest it has ever been to midnight. Darn. It is now 90
4: seconds to midnight. No!
3: No! no. Oh, no.
4: The old DC
3: getting reset.
4: I don't have a doomsday clock. I got an Apple Watch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, nice. Uh, the doomsday clock, which I've been hearing about my whole life. I, I'll do a little Wikipedia on that because I, I need to refresh my memory on what that's all about. But it's when they think nuclear Armageddon is going to hit, how close we are. And it's been moved forward and back at various times during the Cold War with Russia. The, this would happen or that would happen, and they'd move it forward or they'd move it back during some sort of accord. Um, but it, it's the closest to midnight it's ever been. It's interesting. Uh, I mean, we got 90 seconds to we blow up the whole world. Yeah, well, if it's 90
3: seconds till doomsday, I got a handful of household chores I'm not going to bother with.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about this. When were we talking about this? This concept of like, if I got stuff to do sometimes, oh, procrastination, sometimes I put it off with the idea that I could die before then. Uh, I, <laughs> maybe I'll die and I won't have to do that task. My last hours on Earth spent vacuuming. What? Or filling out those forms. Oh, um, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's strong. We won't have much time for it, though. We need to hustle. Crap. We have three and a half hours. Um, uh, Contractually, anyway. Uh, So, uh, yeah, mailbag on the way and bring up speed on a whole bunch of different stories. Text line 415 295
1: KFTC. Armstrong
0: and Getty.
1: Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: Yet a third special counsel affect the NFC Championship game. These are all questions that need to be answered. <laughs> wow! Why is the doomsday clock the closest to midnight it's ever been? Well, I did two minutes worth of research, which you could have done also. But we'll have that for you coming up in a little bit. Also, what can we do just to, to about all these shootings? I mean, that that's something I think everybody at least ponders. At times like this. What what can we do? This is this is crazy. It's a crazy. Everybody one.
3: is absolutely pondering that, judging by mailbag. Woo. Oh, your freedom loving quote of the day. I thought I was being so clever too. That was pretty Pride clever. goeth before the fall, Michael. Am I wrong? I'm not wrong. I was thinking, hey, this is slick.
4: Wait till you hear this, but I forgot about you're the, the freedom loving quote the, of the day. You were the guy in front of the band. One, two, three, four. And everybody's like still plugging their stuff in or something. Dude, Dude it. I'm still tuning. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Continuing on with Abraham Lincoln. Public sentiment is everything. With public sentiment, nothing can fail. Without it, nothing can succeed. Interesting. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Well said, Link. Well said. Mailbag. Drop us an email, would you? Mailbag at armstrongygetty.com. Keep it brief if you can. I mean, if you, like... In the NSA, and you're ready to blow the whistle on horrific violations of the Constitution, then feel free to stretch a bit. But in general, keep it short. Uh, Aaron from San Diego, who is now Aaron in Durham, South Car- uh, North Carolina, dropped a note comparing what he could afford in San Diego County and uh, in North Carolina, and it was quite shocking. Anyway. Guys, when the civilization collapses, I'm going to cannibalize those in the In This House We Believe people. They're easy to spot. You know they ain't armed. Wow. Ah, the whole In This House We Believe, and they have the whole rainbow sign thing. Righty. You're literally virtue signaling. You're signaling your, on your front lawn. Stop it. Moving along, Waz writes on the subject of single socks in the dryer. I will summarize his email uh, in, in short, he just wears mismatching socks.
4: Nobody ever notices, and it's fine.
3: <laughs> I don't like he the has way it. his collection of mismatched socks, and he throws them on now and again.
4: I don't like the way it feels, neither does my son, who's got o c d but if they hmm. feel well, you could match the... them by thickness, I, yeah. I suppose
3: that would work, yeah, although now you are a... really kind of going down the road of you got to well, turn
4: a sock life. you got to buy lots and lots of the same socks is what you got to do.
3: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, moving along, Paolo writes, guys, thanks uh, for your handling of the recent shootings. A welcome contrast to the endless ratings chasing grief porn served up by so much of the media. Yeah, You're welcome. If you had any sense, we would probably pander and pornograph, but we don't. Um, let's see. Oh, Matt, on the same topic, more or less. In regards to people killing other people when they're angry. I know it sounds stupid and obvious, but I think we need a national campaign, kind of like the war on drugs or just say no. Or or honestly, like the Me Too movement thing uh, that says it's not okay to kill people if you're upset or angry. Yeah, I know it seems obvious, but we've got to do something, especially for our kids.
4: You know, it's it does sound stupid and simple, but maybe that would be a good thing to, like, say at the beginning of every... Uh, you know, semester in school, to every class. It is not okay to kill people just because you're really mad. Find another way to deal with it. Just so it kind of seeps into the head. Right. I mean, give me, give me 20 bucks.
3: I'll write them for you. Have you ever made a great decision when you're as angry as you've ever been? Of course not. Neither have I. Nobody makes good decisions when they're angry. Never do anything permanent when you're angry, like hurting somebody or even killing them. Come on. That was off the top of my
4: head. We can do better. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast. Armstrong and Getty On Demand.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: strong and getty show It's not
2: every day TikTokers are tuning into Senate hearings. Every spare moment at work today I had the Senate congressional hearing playing through my headphones. It's, it's also not every day senators are quoting Taylor Swift cuz darling I'm a
0: nightmare dressed like a daydream. I think it's a it's a nightmare
4: dressed like a daydream. We know all too well. May I suggest respectfully that Ticketmaster ought to look in the mirror? And say, I'm the problem. It's me. Yes, those are all Taylor Swift lyrics, if you don't know that. U.S. senators Mm. quoting Taylor Taylor Swift songs, I guess, to just uh, appear knowledgeable or hip -er. I just assume that, okay, that means you've got a daughter or roughly the age who has enjoyed Taylor Swift music. Which a staffer. One of my favorite senators, I forget which one it was, actually said, and now here I am. You're on the cheer team, and I'm in the bleachers. <laughs> I thought, oh, my God. <laughs> does Taylor Swift have any lyrics about throwing up in her mouth? Because that made me want to. Good topic, though, the whole ticket master, how the hell does this whole thing work? That's a decent topic. But it was oh, one yeah. of those one of those situations in D.C. that they love, where there's just, like, there's no lose here. The public hates the whole ticket thing, and uh, Republicans and Democrats can just pile on somebody and, and, and do nothing but score points back home. Well, just- I heard a couple of commentators, we may even have the tape, uh, say,
3: uh, I credit Ticketmaster with pulling off a miracle they brought Republicans and Democrats together in a bipartisan manner. Well, yeah, it's because you're doing what Jack just said you're doing. There's no cost. You're just competing to get on the TV at home for the Taylor Swift fans. Enjoy yourselves. And, you all- and I, I, the whole, t- t- you know, you buy a $150 ticket and your checkout's 195 Trust me, I'm not a fan of that.
4: Right. So we mentioned the Atomic Clock, which is, you know, it's just an organization that decided to do this back in 1947. Since 1947, which is really the beginning of the nuclear era. You've had this atomic clock situation. It's, is it the atomic clock or the doomsday, the doomsday clock. clock? I'm sorry. The atomic okay, clock yeah. is the clock that keeps perfect time for you in Boulder, Colorado. Right. Using um, atoms and such. Yes, the doomsday clock. And uh, since 1947, it's gone uh, closer and further toward midnight. Midnight being where Armageddon, where uh, man, man destroys the planet. And the furthest it's ever been from midnight... Was uh, shortly after the wall came down, 1992, I believe, and feeling like okay, Good we're, we're further away from blowing ourselves up now than ever. Well, it's the closest it's ever been to midnight as of yesterday. They only update it in January every year, and as of yesterday, it's at 90 seconds before midnight. Well, why now? You're saying I'll tell you the 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 the, the un the not fun outlier on this. One, they're they're using a lot of it is uh, war in Ukraine, which is a big deal. I got a, a thing. Uh, I want to read from later about how this is not a minor deal. If Russia wins and just completely breaks the world order that has existed since the end of World War II, the established this is how we do things. If Russia can break that, that's a huge deal for the planet going forward. And I think that's true. And that's what the doomsday clock people think also. But also climate change. They throw in a big heap in helping in a climate change. And that's why the uh. doomsday clock is at 90 seconds till midnight and whatever.
3: So what? The Solomon Islands are going to nuke the United States for making the sea level rise, or what? How's that going to unfold exactly? People are just going to be hotter. They're going to be more stressed. They'll think maybe I'll nuke my neighbor. Well,
4: it's got nothing to do with nukes. It's just mankind destroying the planet. And uh, okay, so it can be. You're the doomed. Okay, it can be All nukes right. or climate change. I see. So any
3: sort of doom,
4: right? There you go. Um. So I have taken in a bunch of podcasts about this whole shooting deal, and we've talked about it way too many times. Jeez. How many times do you think we've probably had the gun mass shootings conversations since <laughs> we've been doing talk radio? Way too many. It's always exactly the same, more or less, um, on both sides. So the president comes out yesterday and proposes a, an assault weapons ban. Which has the same problems it's always had. Uh, How do you define an assault weapon? Would it do any good? That whole thing. And also raising the age to purchase any weapon like this to 21. I always make the argument that why are you proposing stuff that wouldn't have had anything to do with stopping the shooting that has caused us to talk about this at all? That you just, would think that would be a commonly held question. Yeah. I, I would if I'm on the other side of this debate, if like if I'm if I'm really concerned about guns and everything like that, man, I would have particular ideas, you know, raising the age, this kind of weapon or whatever, and propose them after one of these shootings that could have been stopped if my legislation had been passed. But that's not what mm-hmm. they do. You got two 70 year old Asian dudes. The, the the age of buying a gun goes up to 21? What the freak is that? It, I yeah. think it looks to everybody. Like, just a, you know, a, a grab for, you know, moving the ball down the field in my direction a little bit. It doesn't yeah, sound like I was, solving the problem.
3: Yeah, it's, it's difficult to say what percentage is which, but there's a high percentage of the stuff that's just, okay, uh, the uh, so-called assault weapon ban tests well. So in the wake of a shooting, we got to hammer this, we'll get contributions, people get fired up, it's good for our brand.
4: Yeah, I hate bringing up the weapons thing because any time you do, there are uh, those of you in the crowd who are super into guns and know a super lot about it who get very angry about any uh, wrong terminology terminology or anything like that. But from what I understand from uh, people I trust who know a lot about this, uh, the one guy had what is considered an assault weapon in California, but just because California defined that particular shape of gun as an assault weapon it's not actually any different than any other semi-automatic pistol you can buy in terms of its function mm-hmm. so if you wanted to do away with i mean if that guy had used a different semi-automatic pistol that's not shaped like that he would have been able to accomplish the same thing and then the other gun did not fall into the category of these things at all so your whole scary gun legislation wouldn't uh, have had any effect on this one Right. As I said yesterday, and I'm not
3: certainly the first person to come up with this thought, what you're doing is banning a machine and you have to describe what that machine is, obviously, and then people can build a similar machine that is functionally the same, but is a different machine, and that is not covered under the ban. That's the challenge with these gun laws, these gun bans.
4: Yeah, I always say. <clears throat> Um, both sides of the argument. So if I'm on the other side, I quit proposing things that wouldn't have had anything to do with the shooting that just happened because I just think politically that's a bad move. I also, I don't like the argument on the gun side as a guy who's got a couple of guns at his home of different kinds. I just, I don't like the, 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 the what about hunting argument? I just, I own guns to shoot people. That's why I bought them. I own these guns to shoot people. I hope I never have to. I don't think I'll ever have to, but that's why I purchased them. And that's why like 20 million guns get purchased every single year by people in America. Most of them are purchased by people in urbanish areas who are buying them to kill someone if they ever have to. I don't under- I don't think it does us any good to pretend that's not why we're buying the guns because it allows Joe Biden to make his stupid freaking joke that he makes every. I've never seen a deer wearing Kevlar. Dumb joke. Well, and the Second Amendment doesn't exist for hunting. It exists to protect your liberty. Yeah, and then to the Second Amendment thing, since Gavin Newsom uh, said uh, the Second Amendment is a suicide pact, do you know what he meant by that?
3: He meant to have a catchy phrase get repeated on the news. A dramatic-sounding phrase that would get his face on the news.
4: Okay, so you don't think it's a philosophy or angle or... An attempt to solve no, the problem? He, no,
3: he's a bad speaker. He's not good but at I, crafting messages on the fly or coming up with a big quote. He's a stumbling, bumbling, you know, would-be uh, sage.
4: But I have wondered for a long time why more people on the left just don't talk about doing away with the Second Amendment. I didn't know this. I learned this from Charles C.W. Cook, who's one of the great arguers for gun rights in America. If you ever catch his act with National Review... 45 of the 50 states have their own Second Amendment where you have the right to uh, a weapon. Now, they vary from state to state. But so even if the Second Amendment went away today, 45 of 50 states, you'd still be able to have probably exactly the same guns you have. So if you're Gavin Newsom or whoever, unless you're going to, like, go confiscate all those guns or something, I don't know how that would make any difference.
3: Ah, there's the rub. They would probably cite the Australian novel, uh, uh, model, which I'm only somewhat familiar with, in which uh, Australia outlawed guns and collected a bunch of them. Um, you know, if I were on the get rid of the Second Amendment side of things, and I'm not, um, I would I would have a campaign called Let's Clarify the Second Amendment. And it would be I mean, the Second
0: Amendment becoming a suicide yeah. package.
3: And and the way they'd pitch it, and I'm thinking out loud because I want to see it coming. I don't want to be surprised by this stuff and caught flat-footed. Uh, the way they would probably phrase it is: "We are not in favor of getting rid of the Second Amendment. We're in favor of clarifying what it means in the modern world." Mm-hmm. And it is and clumsily. Up
4: it is clumsily worded. It's difficult. You know, the Supreme Court has been wrestling with that for a long time there's a couple of words in there that you just have to figure out what do you exactly mean by that word. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are where we are now where you know with the heller decision and others you get to own a gun and that ain't going away anytime soon so I I don't know so that, that that that's that side of it and uh, and the cultural side of it then what that, that, that how complicated is that freaking the cultural part of Angry men now feel like the way to deal with anger is to shoot a bunch of people at work or at a dance hall or the mall or at a school or whatever. Well, and then crazy people see so many people getting shot. They think
3: that looks like fun. Yeah. That case in Yakima. Guy walked into a
4: convenience store, just wanted to kill people, apparently. I would like to try what you said yesterday where we just don't cover this. Not covering a story seems like a terrible idea. You know, you'd be accused of uh, uh, sweeping it under the rug and trying to ignore it. But it's counterintuitive. I admit that. Absolutely. But what would it do to the psyche of these? These last two guys don't seem to be mentally ill, but you're pretty close to mentally ill if you're willing to murder a whole bunch of people. Uh, Yeah, I think uh,
3: you can have a psychic break where... Uh, because of emotional problems you are dysfunctional severely dysfunctional for a certain amount of
4: time like but the, the school shooters i think a lot of the temporary school insanity shoot- they used to call it back in the day right right a lot of the school shooters i think i think we're all certain that they they want to become you know legends they want their name to be known their picture i mean it's pretty clear cut but i even wonder with these i don't think these two asian old asian guys thought you know i'm gonna be on the cover of rolling stone or, or anything like that but could, i'm an
3: anti-hero they'll show my picture like we we're always talking about no you're right that's a different thing but if, this could, is a different thing. but you
4: could have a little in the back of your mind of man everybody's gonna know how mad i was now 100 percent. and if you if you didn't get that if, if people weren't gonna hear how mad you were because it wasn't really gonna make the news maybe locally but nobody was gonna hear about it i wonder how much that takes down the i hate to use the word enjoyment of what you're about to do yeah, the Boy, that's an maybe thought. that's a better yeah. word—the satisfaction sure. you think yeah. you're going to get from
3: killing all those people. Right? Yeah. Uh, wow, what an interesting question. I um, don't. You know, it's. I was talking about uh, yesterday how. Well, there's no point in uh, recounting it. I'll just say this. People have this impulse when something unthinkable like this happens to advocate something because they feel like they're doing something. Right. It's easy to do. hashtag activism, um, And there's a certain crowd of humans that is fine with that. They do that, and they feel good about themselves. And there's certain people like ourselves and many of you good folks who are, are afflicted with the syndrome of, yeah, but that wouldn't do any good, so we need to keep thinking. Um, and that's where we
4: are. I understand that impulse. I've got. I've had the situation with uh, kid problems where it's just like we got to do something. There's nothing to do. There's this nothing is to something, do so we'll do this. There's but there's that's not going to do any good. So we're going to do nothing. Yes, I think we're going to do nothing there's nothing to do, which is sometimes very not satisfying. Oh my gosh, are you kidding? It's it's the worst, but yeah. sometimes it's the best thing you can do.
3: God dang it indeed, sir. We need to lighten up next segment. Hmm? How about this? The genes are within you. If you can only let them express themselves to be totally covered with hair. Are we
4: talking skinny Especially jeans? Especially the ladies. Are we talking skinny jeans or are we talking like genome jeans? G-E-N-E,
3: okay. genes? G E N E, you fool.
4: Jeans. The genes deep
3: within you, you ass. <laughs> you could be Harry, Harry as a donkey
4: if you'd like. Really? Okay. Yes. That and other stuff on the way.
1: Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Minnie Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's gonna catch you down the road. Go through it, deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series, Catastrophe, Rob
4: Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty.
1: Alt-Rock icon, Liz Fair. That
0: personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end.
1: And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.
4: And He did his uh, the, the threats, or what does he call that? Yeah, the uh,
3: global threats list. We the did an Armstrong and Getty Extra Large podcast with him.
4: One of his uh, top ten global threats was uh, AI, and it's going to cross some lines this year of uh, being scary. Well, it already has with this chat GPT, and a bunch of different examples of that we'll get to later in the program one of these hours. Holy crap, how does mankind deal with this? Stay tuned for that. Poorly, I'm guessing,
3: but uh, we'll, poorly. <laughs> we'll talk more about that. Italy is mourning the loss of its most popular celebrity bear. Oddly enough, the bear died in a traffic accident. Stay with us. Also, uh, who knew there are celebrity bears in Italy? Uh, also, what uh, oh, that drove? Oh. What was that again? oh. Uh, well, right. Uh, equally surprising, and uh, also some really loopy developments in the world of new taxes they're cooking up in various state and uh, federal capitals. So, uh, roughly a million years ago, human beings went from being Harry as an ape to not so Harry. It's a key moment in evolution according to scientists that involved major changes to the same set of genes that determine whether many of our fellow mammals kept or lost their coatings of fur. The study, published in a big time journal, compared our genetic blueprints, genetic that word is, with those of 62 other mammals including elephants, manatees. Why why you got to start with big old fat ma- mammals, huh? I guess elephants aren't actually fat, they're just huge. Most elephants are quite lean.
4: That's interesting. Where did the whole, you know, fat? I guess just their size, but hogs. Now those are fat, but yeah. anyway, they compared
3: us to elephants, manatees, and armadillos. It's like a, a rat wearing a suit of armor. That's weird. Anyway, uh, so they're examining how hairlessness evolved in different species at different times, and this is actually kind of interesting if you're into. Uh, You know, genetics, this specific question, but the more broad topic that they're addressing is how do we look at the human genome and see genes that have been suppressed that could be reactivated or how do we tweak genes in a way that would make them resemble, for instance, the bowhead whale? More than the human gene. Now, why would we want to be more whale-like, you might be wondering? Well, they live for up to 200 years. So if you can figure out what is it, genetically speaking, that keeps wow. their cells regenerating for 200 years.
4: Excellent point. Or the the, the tortoise or the parrot. Exactly. Many long-lasting beasts.
3: Uh, dot, dot, dot. What genes developed to protect the naked mole rat from cancer? It's got very fair skin. It's got no fur, but they don't get skin cancer. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So this assistant professor in the Department of Integrative Biology at the University of California, Berkeley, said, I think this is a very powerful application. I think we're at the dawn of a very important era of medical genetics and comparative evolutionary genomics. You know, my greatest fear, uh, it's been since I was probably a teenager, is that I will be the last person to die. I will draw my last breath, and the breaking news will be, and and Jack will probably survive me and be using the breaking news donkey at the time. Uh, <laughs> the breaking news will breaking be news. that Joe's dead. <laughs> no human immortality has arrived. There's no need for anybody to die ever, ladies and gentlemen. We've achieved it. Oh my, sorry, Joe. Anyway, uh, and so uh, you know, who knows? It it may not arrive in time, but they think. They're on the brink of being able to turn on and off various genes or tweak them to be more tortoise-like, for instance, which will probably usher in a nightmare world of ever, you know, uh, uh, immortal chimera. Well, it will you- almost certainly develop a taste for human flesh. I don't know why or how. I just think it will.
4: I often wonder why we have to age. You know, why can't we just replenish our genes with the same genes we got? Why do we have to age? Maybe they can turn that off someday course then you would really have a population problem if nobody ever died so they think we lost our hair because we started hunting out in the sun on
3: the plane it was just too hard to cool off wearing fur i want to hear more about that you missed the
1: podcast armstrong and getty